1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Live On Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul the Shrink, who expands your life. I am thrilled to be here again with you today. I'm so glad that you keep tuning in. If you like this show, spread the word. If you don't like this show, I don't know why you're listening, but I'm glad you're (laughs) here anyway. (laughs) You hear the chuckles of my guest. You know what? I think it's very important to keep your promises. And a while back... I had a guest on this show by the name of Kirk Weasler. And Kirk came on here and he promised that he would return. I and it was
2: a promise I wanted to keep. And here you are. It's a promise I'm glad you've kept, actually, Dr. Paul. I'm so glad I'm so <laughs> grateful to be back. So well, grateful to be back. Welcome back
1: to Live On Purpose Radio. Woohoo!
2: Live on Purpose. We've yeah. we've been in here having a good time gee for almost uh, 45 minutes or so well yeah then we had to get busy on this show you know what i have got to thank you because um being a, a guest on your show i was able to share with the people that read my thought for the day that um and uh, a lot of them mm-hmm. have approached me at different conferences or sent me emails thanking me for the ability to listen to that show they've enjoyed that they've enjoyed you they've been introduced to you mm. and uh, so that's been a blessing to my life and, and they're thanking me because you're a great guy and I'm thinking you
1: because you're helping me do what I want to do. This is, the, this is a great principle, Kirk, because when you, when you get together with people who are like-minded and who, are, who have a mission to go out there and help other people, things start to click. Things start to happen, and
2: exchange creates wealth. There is no question about it. And it just, aren't you just grateful? Okay, so here's, a, here's, a, here's something we didn't talk about that might just be our first story of the show. It could be. So, But when you think about this uh, this, 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 creating wealth, this creating um, abundance. hmm Prosperity, happiness, yeah, whatever you want to call it. But the more, like I'm so grateful for you, right? This is like Thanksgiving time. It's time right. to reflect. I remember years and years ago, Right, so you're all about relationships and connecting people and helping people connect with truth and principles, so they can have a more abundant life and live their life more on purpose. Mm-hmm. Well, years ago, I was kind of I had people in my life that I loved and respected, Mike Cottom, who I think you should have on the show, mm-hmm. uh, Don Spradling, my old Special Forces commander, mm-hmm. and and uh, Gordon Birch, other persons. So these are people in my life that that I was learning things from. They were offering me insights. You know, what you say in your introduction, insights to help you live your life on purpose, da 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 da, right? Mm-hmm. With greater happiness, sure. So. I was on my way from one of these mentors to another. And I was thinking, man, I'm so, I, lo- I love this person so much. I can't wait to tell Mike about it. So as was like, mm-hmm. right? So as was mm-hmm. I, I go, Mike, you gotta, and then as I'm on my way to Mike, all of a sudden as I'm, as I'm on my way, I, I get a phone call from one of my other dear friends. And I'm like, I'm so lucky. I've got the coolest people in my life. So then I have this idea. And the idea is what would happen if I got the coolest people in my life all together in the same room? Mm. So, so I, I made a list. And then I called the first one. I was really nervous because to me, they were all big guys. They were all Dr. Pauls, right? They, they, were, they, had, they, had, they, had, they had credentials and curriculum and they, had, they, they were established. And I saw myself as kind of a young pup, but I saw them as the big people, right? So I called one of them and I said, you know, I've had this idea and the idea is I want to get all the people that are, that are affecting my life together and just, I want my friends to meet each other, people that are important to me. I want them to be, to know each other. Sort of a mastermind summit. So, right. So that's what, so I thought, well, okay. So I, so I, I kind of broached it because these are also very busy people. You want to respect the time, but my uh-huh. idea. So I called my first one and said, what do you think? And Mike caught him. His response was immediately, Kirk, I would love to meet all your friends. When and where? He was just at the drop <laughs> of hat willing to give up a day for this idea. I said, well, Mike, hold on. I don't have an agenda. I'm not really not sure what we do. I just wanted you guys to get together. He goes, I don't, I think it'd be better without an agenda. Yeah. Count me in, Kirk. Tell me the day I'll be there. Mm -hmm. So then I was like, well, okay. So then I called Don Spradling, my old special forces commander. And I said, Don, Don, here's the idea. Still not very confident. Don's immediate response was, cook, I would love to meet your friends. Give me the day I'll be there. Mm -hmm. And then I called and called and called and called and called. And um, of the 12 people I called, eight could come on any given date. And eight Mm -hmm. came. We went up to Daniel's summit. I called it. I didn't know what to call it. I called it the passion summit. The passion summit. The passion summit and because these were eight of the most passionate people i'd ever met in my life passion was the thing that they had in common they all were from mm-hmm. all different industries and fields of expertise and they came together these eight most passionate people that i looked up to and admired you know imagine eight imagine eight dr pauls right in the room. oh that's a little scary people that live their lives on purpose but they're all they were all purposeful passionate driven mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. what well, here's another interesting thing and this is key they showed up to this summit every one of them even though they didn't know each other, even though we're from totally different worlds, they Mm -hmm. all showed up with one thing in common. Well, probably several things Mm -hmm. in common, but there was a physical manifestation. They all showed up with a notebook and a pen. Every one of these passionate, live on purpose people had mastered or figured out that one of the important principles to live a happy, fulfilling, rewarding life Mm -hmm. is to be the buyer and carrier of empty books. They were both, every one of them, Boom, they sat down. They were shaking hands, introducing, da-da-da. When we finally got the meeting under control, boom, there was journals open. There was notebooks, Franklin planners open. There was pens on paper. Everyone there with no instruction, with no prompting, oh, you should really take notes at the meeting. I mean, they were so far beyond that. They were like pages and pages mm-hmm. and pages of notes. I have it's over capturing 20- it. Yeah, trying to capture everything. And then what began to happen was this aggressive interview process where essentially seven adults would attack another adult and a verbal assault of i want to know everything that you know that's made you happy and successful. In other words, they were experts at gleaning information and insights from others that would help them live their lives more purposely. Mm. Isn't that awesome? That is really cool. Now, let's contrast that with your basic seminar attendee, not at your courses mm-hmm. of course. But... Oh, of course not. Okay, but okay, listeners, check this out. So, today <laughs> I'm up in I'm up in Salt Lake. I'm talking to Let's not mention who I'm talking to because. Let's just say it's a conference of. Of people. People. Public servants, perhaps. Not
1: necessarily
2: (laughs) known for their enthusiasm. Well, okay. So let's just say that. So I'm the guest speaker and they've asked me to do a couple breakout sessions. So they don't know me. I'm an unknown, Mm -hmm. right? So I'm an unknown. So I'm at the back of the room kind of fiddling with some stuff in my bags. The room is empty. The first group of participants come into the room. They've got Mm -hmm. the entire room to choose from. Right, they could sit anywhere. anywhere. Empty room. They sat on the back row. Of course. So not only do they sit on the back row, but they're so absorbed in their apathy and their apathetic living and their, let's say, not purposeful living that they don't seem to notice me in the back. So I'm right mm-hmm. behind them, kneeling down, messing with my bag, and they talk about, so you think this session's gonna be any good? Mm. Who cares? I just gotta look busy. My boss is here. I mean, <laughs>
1: this one looked a little less boring than the
2: other yeah, ones. Yeah. Well, well, it looked least, it looked like the least painful session. I mean, this, I mean, do you know what I'm saying? They were, they were, uh-huh. they, they, they didn't, the contrast was they didn't show up looking for learning. They didn't show up looking for anything. They just wanted to pretend to look busy. They weren't, they weren't looking to live their life on purpose. In other words, they weren't one of your listeners, mm. Dr. Paul, because people that are going to listen to your radio, they're listening for insights to help them keep their fire. Their fire's hot. Their, their fuel up. You know, the bucket's filled. Mm-hmm. Contrast that with these people on the back row who who are living a half-life at best.
1: My wife calls them the walking dead. Some people go through life just trying to avoid all of the unpleasantries, you know? And <laughs> ah. not realizing that by doing so, they're actually creating more of that stuff in their life. Right. Oh, I'm so miserable. Well, I wonder why that might be. Hmm. I wonder why that might be. Let's do the math on that one, Einstein.
2: So... So uh, I'm a, I'm just I, whenever I come to Utah I go into Neaters because I know the owners of the I Neaters bread store. Love Neaters. I Love this There's so, the plug. Colleen <laughs> Worthington, one of the owners and founders of Neaters, she happens to be there. I was in her store, the very first store that opened within a week, and I became I wanted to be their most raving fan, mad out of the box customer ever. Mm-hmm. And so these, she was there tonight. I t- gave her some of my books, and I said, Colleen, I'm glad you're here. I wanted to hug your neck. I want to buy four loaves of bread to take home with my family. Da 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 da. And we began to visit and I said, what's going on? Well, we just opened a store in Arizona and so great things are going great for them. Mm-hmm. And then she gave this interesting truth. Think about our back row people, think about mm-hmm. our Passion Summer mm-hmm. people, think about you, think about your listeners and the goals and hopes and dreams you have for them and they have for themselves. And listen to this key insight. She said, Kirk, she said, I said, so what's next? She goes, well, I wanna do this and this. She says, she said, it's so good to be busy. And I said, isn't it wonderful? She said, Kirk, she said, here I am. I'm about to have my 18th grandchild. Mm -hmm. She said, I'm happy. I'm fulfilled. I'm busy. She said, so many of my friends that are my age are on Prozac. They're bored. They don't have meaning and purpose. They don't know what to do with themselves or their time now that they're retired and have more time, supposedly. And she said, I don't have time to go fill a prescription. She said, nor do I have the desire. What do you mm. think about that, Dr. Paul? You probably see a lot of um, mental anguish that the pharmaceutical companies are you trying know, to take advantage I do. of.
1: <laughs> and I've had, you know that I'm coming from a from a history of a, a mental health practice. I had a general outpatient psychology practice for 15 years, 12 years. I yep. can't remember how long. Before I transitioned into my current life coaching practice. Right. And I can't tell you. Well, I could tell you. You're a friend. Tell me. There and are, tell your listeners. And, and you listeners, I love you guys. There are so many people who get stuck, and they don't even know why or how they're stuck. They just know that they're stuck, and there's all this captivity in their life and this misery and this yuck, and they're just kind of wading through it. It's like the guys on the back row. They don't even realize what they're missing, and, and they continue to persist in, in doing the same things, and they keep getting the same outcomes. Mm. I had I don't know if I told you about the show that I did with Amanda Dixon. The title of the show was "Get Off the Dead Horse" or "Get Off the Back Row." Go ahead, yeah. <laughs> well, and I love that analogy because when the horse is dead, get off. Get off. Don't continue to persist in the things that are not working.
2: Well, I said you know the, the the distance between the back row and the front row of this room was forty feet, but the difference was so much bigger than that, so much bigger.
1: In terms of the outcomes and the results that those people can get, yeah,
2: the whole the whole spirit of uh, the the spirit the spirit or yeah the, the spiritual difference between those passion summit people that came in and just front row Joe's mm-hmm. pen at the ready, and and the sad observation I, that I had today, you know, of these people in mm-hmm. the back row, and in that same session later, people came in and sat on the front row, and the difference between them and the light in their eyes. And the passion mm-hmm. and the tonality of their voice was significant, significant, measurable, so, noticeable.
1: I wonder, listeners, as you're as you're listening to Kirk, and I'm sitting here listening to you too, Kirk, mm-hmm. and just just contemplating. Okay, where am I sitting?
2: Yeah, where? Yeah, where am I sitting? Where are you and, sitting? Who is it that put my bum in that seat? Well, listen, it not only matters where you sit. But it matters how you sit. That's right. It matters how you sit. Let's talk about that after the break. I want to know about that magic tea thing, too. Let's talk about the magic tea when we come back from this great break. Listeners, you're listening to Live On Purpose Radio with Kirk Weasler and And Dr. Dr. Paul.
3: You've heard that our purpose is to help you create and live the life you love, This is Summer Morris from Creation Tree Coaching. I am putting together some powerful events that you won't want to miss. What if you could understand the woman's brain? I haven't decided if this is more important for the women or for the men. I am hosting an exploration of the female brain on Thursday, November 15th from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. Come and explore with me what makes men and women so different. Another opportunity is especially designed for anyone whose life has been touched by infertility. I'll be presenting an introduction on enjoying and living a full life together while dealing with the many areas of life affected by it. This event will be on Thursday, November 29th from 7 to 8 p.m. Both events will be held at the Residence Inn by Marriott in Sandy. Check out these and other exciting opportunities at creationtreecoaching.com. Or send me an email to learn more at summer at creationtreecoaching.com.
0: This is Ross Kellen Moore of Creation Tree Coaching, and I've got two questions for you. Who are you? What do you want? You see, I've figured out that you and I can absolutely create anything that we really want. But to do that, we've got to be absolutely clear on who we really are and what we really want. So what do you want? More financial abundance? more fulfilling relationships, a higher level of health and fitness? How about finding your work that allows you to create massive value for others in the way that you love most? Welcome to Creation Tree Coaching. We are the world's premier provider of abundance, education, and resources. We are here to help you create the life you really love. Begin now at creationtreecoaching.com. Check out our live teleseminar classes and podcasts. Get to know our coaches and schedule a coaching session. Explore training for your business and employees. Welcome to Creation Tree Coaching and a whole new world that you create on purpose.
1: Okay, Kirk. So there's this thing
2: about a the magic tea. I love the magic tea. Magic tea has changed my life forever. I now try to give it to as many people as I can. It's amazing. You know, I didn't learn about the magic tea till I was in my 20s, but I'm finding people in their 40s and 50s that still don't understand the principle of the magic mm-hmm. tea. And there's so many ways to look at this magic tea. Let's share it with your listeners so that they can harness the power of the magic tea and change their lives forever.
1: Now, first we have... Do we have to get their credit card numbers and things? because this is, this is extremely there's, there's valuable. Stuff. So
2: extreme. this is so valuable, but don't listen, your, well, your listeners, your listeners deserve this. No credit card numbers need to be taken. Your listeners deserve this. So okay, brace yourselves. Okay, everyone. now my tendency as a storyteller is to go all the way around the barn with this, but we'll see if we can keep this <laughs> short and sweet. The essence of it is that uh, I was a pretty poor high school student. And um and uh, um it's hard to believe. Well it's it's, a bright uh, guy like some attention issues, but uh but my parents didn't medicate it out of me, they just let it be what it Mm was. And um uh then went in the military, so acquired some disciplines there, was I was a missionary for my church for a couple years, acquired some disciplines there. So now I'm at twenty seven years old and applying to some colleges. And all Mm -hmm. the colleges reject me. All the four-year institutions reject my application, saying well, they're looking back at your high school. looking record, at my high school days, saying we don't think you got what it takes. Uh-huh. So I eventually get accepted at a community college, and even the community college who accepts people, by the way, that are still having that will get their GED at the college, right? Okay. This community college. Uh-huh. So, so they accept me, but on a waiver, and the waiver is that, or the requirement is that I have to take a couple classes over that they are claiming in high school I didn't do very well at. Mm-hmm. And, um, mm-hmm. and, the, and I also am required to take a study skills class and it was in the study skills class at age 27 that I learned about the magic tea.
3: So okay. I'm in a pretty teachable
2: place right now. I've been rejected by all these institutions. I'm now at this college that's accepted me on a, on condition. And I'm feeling like my confidence has taken a pretty big hit and you're willing to accept whatever you and can, to, you know, and you I'm know, like, well, it's yeah, gonna work, huh? it's going to work. It's going to work. And then this teacher on the very first day of class says, students, what would you say? If I told you you could increase your grade point average a half point to a full point just by where you sit in the classroom, hmm. well, I'm you know I'm, you know sign me up. Yeah, sign me up. I'm like, well, this is a no brainer. If I can increase my my grade point average a half to a full point just by where I sit, tell me where that seat is. I want the magic chair. And then she said, it's not a magic chair. It's the magic tee. So listeners, imagine the magic T, most of you already see it in your mind, the magic T is obviously, of course, the first couple rows across the front of any room and down the center. As you visualize that T. Forms the letter T right there in the classroom. And students that send the magic T, generally speaking, make a half point to a full grade point average higher. Now, I left that class thinking, well, you know, that's a no brainer for me. And the very first class that I went to after that class, I figured if the magic T was good, then the heart of the magic tea has got to be the best. So I'm sitting in the heart front and center of that next class. Mm-hmm. I would go on at this college, this, I would go on to make all A's. The first all A's I've ever made in my life. I would go on to make the dean's list. I would learn that that's not a bad thing. I'm not in trouble to be on that list. And I would go on to become a presidential scholarship recipient at this college. And I would go on to be offered a scholarship at one of the four-year institutions that rejected me academic and leadership Mm. combination scholarship. So now is it all because of the magic tea? Well, I'm sure all the disciplines I acquired along the way helped, Mm -hmm. but I've never forgotten the magic tea. Now, the magic tea is Mm -hmm. not just for a college classroom. I can tell Mm -hmm. you right now, Dr. Paul, the Weasler children all know about the magic tea. All my kids know about the magic tea. So you show up, community event, church, whatever it is. My wife is a magic tea, uh, she's a magic tea nut. And she was raised by a magic tea kind of a dad in England. So he was a front row Joe. So we're a front mm-hmm. row Joe family, and we need to be because I can't talk magic tea and sit back row,
1: mm-hmm.
2: right? That's right. Because you're going to teach it,
1: you better be yeah. acting it.
2: So now the great thing, now listeners, there's a huge advantage of the magic tea besides great grades, right? huge mm-hmm. advantage and that is you can show up late to a lot of functions and get a great seat right mm-hmm. right because mm-hmm. i can show up three minutes before church and know that front pew is going to be open it's almost like it's reserved well for you. it seems that way now listeners we don't need to go through this on your radio show unless you want to dr paul but consider this for a second the magic tea does work why does it work mm-hmm. why does the magic tea work listeners think answer why is the magic tea work what, what, what happens in the magic tea that makes magic happen? What is it that happens there? And then you can begin to explore that. And all of a sudden you can begin to look at principles because you teach true and correct mm-hmm. principles on your radio show about the power of connection. I'm less likely to fall asleep. I'm more likely to feel connected. I'm going to feel a little closer. There's going to be less distance between myself and the fountain of learning. Less distractions take place, right? There's not something between me and the fountain of truth, right? Mm-hmm. There's other things that happen there too. Community happens there. And mm-hmm. community is, I'm sitting there in the magic tee with kids who have already figured this out, instinctively or, or consciously.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Who, who's sitting in the magic tee? Students who don't want to be distracted. And when the professor says, I might recommend you guys get in study groups, I'm surrounded by eagles. They don't know Turkey Weasler's sitting there. Right? I'm a, I'm a kid in the magic tee, right? Because you're disguised as an eagle Yeah, now. I'm disguised as an eagle because this, <laughs> I'm in the eagle's nest. And so right. you, you want to be in a study group? Now I'm in a study group with Dr. Paul and you know, and Craig Rolo. I'm in a study group with some guys who already know how to make A's and already know how to effectively study. And now I'm going to pick up their best habits, best practices, and implement them and incorporate them in my life. In other words, it was kind of a mini passion summit. I'm connected mm-hmm. with the eagles. The magic tee. Mm-hmm. It matters where you sit. It matters where you set. It's dramatic where you set. It matters where you, it matters how you set.
1: There might be some people out here listening today, Kirk, who aren't quite sure about that. Maybe maybe they don't quite believe that there's any magic in this
2: tea. There is so much magic in the tea. So much magic in the tea. Well, I, you think so? I wonder what they could do hmm. to find out. Well, I guess they. You know, if you've never set in the magic tea, I guess it would be as easy as. Give it a try. I don't know. Can I? Can we put part two on this thing? Do you mind? Right. I, can I jump in? Go okay. to part two. Well, I'm I'm a guest. I feel like I'm dominating the, the airwaves here. But let me just listen, you listeners. This is this is cool stuff. So my my boss Art Coombs. You know Art. You know Art I Coombs. had lunch with Art last week. So 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 Art was a great mentor for me as a as a as a as a young. You know, uh, when I was at his, one of his companies, he was building. I was a, he took me under his wing, and and about that time, he was trying to help me be a, a greater student. So between him and a guy named Jim Rohn, um, I was getting some feedback that says, and the feedback was, go be the buyer of empty books. The buyer of empty books. Be the buyer of empty books. And what Jim Rohn mm-hmm. teaches in in his training, and what uh, um, Art Coombs encouraged me to do, was to go buy an empty book. And the idea behind buying an empty book is because my first thought was. Heck, the, ones with wor- the ones with words in them cost quite a bit. I'm not going to spend $14 on an empty book, but I mm. bought an empty book and so I've got this empty book because I'm teachable and I want to be a good student. So essentially a journal. A journal, essentially. Mm-hmm. But I'm not a dear diary guy and, and that wasn't the purpose of this book because I wasn't going to do that because mm-hmm. I've never done that. But I've got my empty book now because I'm teachable. I've got a pen and I carry this empty book with me for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. My mentor says, all right, open up your book. Kirk, what have you got in there? Well, I don't have anything in my book. You've We've,
1: just been carrying it around. I've been around. carrying it
2: around, very obedient, but I'm carrying the book around. So <laughs> so here's the coaching I receive. All right. Kirk, it might be helpful if the next time you go into a meeting, you open it up, take the lid off your pen, lean forward, put your hand and pen at the top of the paper like you're about to write something down that's very important, very profound. Expect that you're going to hear great truths and insights. And you're ready to capture them at any moment. Mm-hmm. So I did. And I found that it's not just important where you sit, but how you sit. There's a posture and spirit of a student. See, remember the great truth is when the student is ready, mm-hmm. the teacher will the appear.
1: The teacher will appear.
2: Well, what if the teacher's always there? What if the teacher, well, that's not the issue. The issue is always the student. Mm-hmm. And the student being ready. So how is a student ready? What does that mean? we got to ask ourselves, listeners, what does it mean to be the ready student? Well, the ready student, it wants and is eager to learn. Like my friends at the Passion Summit, they came in immediately prepared, disciplined, and eager to capture learning. That's right. You know, last week on this show,
1: Kirk, we had a discussion I, I, I was talking to Leslie Householder. She's the author of the Jackrabbit Factor. Okay, fantastic you, you book. You
2: quote her quite a bit in your in your uh, weekly message. So is that on your reading list yet? The Jackrabbit Factor. It is now. Well, it's on my reading list, but it's there. I got a stack, Doctor Paul. I've got a stack of books. I got a speed reading class for you too. Anyway, uh, well, we'll have, yeah, play that commercial again. <laughs> Stay
1: tuned in, you guys. We're going to keep doing that until until we reach everybody who wants to be reached. But anyway, in this discussion I was having with Leslie, she used an analogy that I just, I loved. I was really ringing with it. Okay. It has to do with a radio. And a radio is just this box that's sitting in a room. Now, what if you want classical music? Okay. Well, you go tune into a classical station. And as soon as it's tuned in, boom, there's the classical music. Right. And it's really cool. Now, what what happened? Did the radio go out there and grab the classical music? Or was it already there?
2: I was already there. It was already there. What a great... Floating
1: around. Now you want a different kind of music? Adjust your frequency. It's there. What kind of stuff do you want to pick up? Oh. And tune into it. What a great analogy. Adjust your own frequency to that.
2: What a great analogy.
1: So I'm looking at the magic T. And I'm thinking, you know, there's nothing really magical about the T. There's nothing really magical about the seats. Except that when you put yourself, when you tune yourself into that frequency... Right some really cool stuff starts to happen. And I'm looking here on the table. I see one of my favorite books, The Dog Poop Initiative.
2: It's a great book. I know the author.
1: I do too. By Kirk Weasler, everybody. Uh, That should be on your reading list too. And you don't need a speed reading class to read that one.
2: Hey, there's content there.
1: There's great content there. But if it takes you more than five minutes to read this book.
2: That's true. Not many words. (laughs) It's it's, it's a (laughs)
1: picture-driven concept. You don't speak English or German (laughs) or Hebrew. But... I'm looking at this word initiative. Right. Initiative is one of those characteristics that you can tune into. If you can get yourself on that kind of a frequency, guess where you're going to sit when you go in the Mm. room?
2: Yeah. There's no question.
1: And there's a small percentage of people who just do this naturally. And they inspire the rest of us. (laughs) Yeah. That's why this book has caught on so much Mm. because it's inspiring and we want to be. The kind of person who's sitting in the magic tee, the kind of person who's tuning into that frequency that's just abundant.
2: It's it's um. As I talk to these these fairly disconnected people today, um. We, I, I just said you know let's talk candidly. In the third session, I said let's just talk candidly here. You know we, how many of you came to this session because not because of the title, but because now that now you've had some exposure to me. You came in here honestly because your buckets are empty. And three quarters of the hands in the room went up. They came in there, they felt like their buckets are empty. And they were looking for something to fill their buckets. Let's talk about that when we come back. You gotta have a full bucket. Gotta have a full bucket. We'll fill them up. Come on back.
4: With all of the rumors and fears surrounding the topic of PPMs, BreakOn Advisors has decided to host a Saturday seminar titled Holding Fund and PPM Creation and Management. This powerful one-day seminar will be packed with real-time updated information from two different attorneys that specialize in securities, Will Rogers and Brian Ferris, will delve into the complex securities laws surrounding private placement memorandums and registered investment advisors, and they will instruct attendees about the proper methods for creating, structuring, and managing the PPM as a private fundraising entity. Of course, Carrie and Chad will be there also to provide their own practical information and advice. So come and join us on Saturday, December 15th to get your questions answered and to learn how PPMs can run into problems and learn how to avoid them. For more information, visit gotindependence.com or call Corey at 801-961-1382.
2: If you have a pile of books you want
1: to read growing faster than the pile of books you have read, Abundant Reading Systems course can help you. You'll learn a skill that allows you to read much more rapidly and you can retain more of what you read. I was actually quite surprised at my original benchmark this morning. To be able to do as well as I did, I almost tripled my benchmark. Uh, and increase my comprehension, so I feel good about what I learned. Abundant Reading Systems brings you an all-new single-day speed reading workshop, where you'll learn the principles behind effective reading and double your current reading speed, guaranteed.
4: This belief started to grow inside of me that I thought, you know, I can really do this. I can read, you know, as fast as I let myself read. And uh, ended up doubling my time, my speed reading time, which was really good. At the end of the day, I feel like I'm leaving feeling empowered.
2: Register now for this event by calling 435-669-1206. That's 669-1206. Abundant reading systems. Reading at the speed of imagination.
1: 669-1206. Okay, there was some talk about buckets and filling. And I love buckets. You're a bucket filler, Doctor Paul, no question. Let's get those buckets filled up. Well, what are you talking about, anyway, Kurt? Well,
2: when I I said, why are you here? You know, why 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 this session? Lots to choose from. Why this? Why this session? And then, but nobody was really ready to articulate it. So I said, well, can we be integral? And so, why are you here? How many of you feel like you're, you know, you really just want your batteries recharged? You want your buckets refilled? Then the hands went up. Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: And these and I, are people who had some experience with you? Or knew well, they the,
2: had some exposure, and, and, and they, they, about saw, filling they, they saw that some, here's this guy's enthusiastic. He's got his light, you know, a, a light, uh, that three-click bulb. He's mm-hmm. got this thing all the way up to the third click. Whatever. I'm not, I'm not trying to look at me, but I'm just saying. Well,
1: but incidentally, can I just comment about that, sure. Kirk? Because when we talked about tuning in before and the energy level,
2: Right. You pick up on this, and it's contagious. It's contagious. And, it, and what's it, is it more fun to be around someone who's in a state of growth and development or in a state of stagnation, mm-hmm. growth and development? In other words, these people are attractive. <laughs> That's right. They're attractive to us. They're attractive. If,
1: even if you think about it in terms of magnetic or electromagnetic force, the more energy that's put into that force the more attractive it is you ever seen an
2: electromagnet there we go so so so, bam so i said well i said how many of you uh, i said because you know what this is great but you know we we get all cynical because we go to some we go to maybe a tony robbins seminar or we go to uh, some type of brian tracy and and the cynics go yeah i was fired up for a couple days but then kind of faded and and then it's actually because I got excited for a couple of days that I felt better. Now it actually feels worse. And so now they're more cynical than they were before. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where Zig Ziglar used to be so cute when he'd say, well, motivation is like brushing your teeth. You know, you need to do it every day. You know, it's like eating. You need to do it every day. You need to feed that fire every day, but you've got to take some ownership for that. And that's why, you know, Mm -hmm. you you want a Dr. Paul podcast every day or once a week, but you've got to build things in your life where you're kind of, you're kind of keeping your juices full. Mm -hmm. So I said, listen, I said, you know, I said, this is great. I'm glad you're here. And I'm glad you think that I can help with this, but we really need to own our own. Right. Mm -hmm. Because if you think, if we think we're going to get this from the company, we're wrong. If we think we're going to get this from it, right. We need to be the givers of this gift. What, what it is that we all want more of, there's a good chance we're giving very little love and we're playing the mm-hmm. victim all along the way. It looks like this. Yeah, you know, I, well, speaking of energy. So so okay. so I had a bad day and I got a, I got a big thing tonight. So I'm going to just, you know, I'm just going to lay low today at work. Just going to lay low. Just going to do the minimums. I'm just mm-hmm. going to try and live under the radar. Just kind of squeak, squeak by. And tonight, then I'll have some energy to go out with my friends, the movies, whatever. Right. so I, I lay low I kind of just do the minimums just try and I try and hide all day and then do overdo it finally I get home and my friends are okay you ready to go I'm like wow oh, man no you know what my job is so bad even though I laid low today it still sucked me dry right mm-hmm. and what really happened was I violated my own sense of integrity today they think it's the job that right. sucked them dry but you get what you give and since I gave less I received less right? Mm-hmm. Right. Since I gave less energy, I received less return. You get what you give. And so as you give good feelings and positive energy. Now, here's the other thing that that, that my little friends are guilty of. And me too. I'm no, I'm no exception. I've done this where you're going to go out there and do the good deed, mm-hmm. but you're not doing it from a genuine place. In other words, I'm going to show everyone how good my deed is and make sure that they know they owe. So now I'm doing it, but with an expectation that goes before it's like, Hey, you know, Dr. Paul, I'm treating you nice. So I want you to treat me nice and be even nicer. If you try to treat me nice first, that's right. Right. But remember, it was my idea that you treat me nice first and then I'll treat you nice. So it's still my idea. So you still, see what I'm saying? So, so all of a sudden, we we, we, so we, go never into, catch up. we go into this thing with the wrong expectation. We go into this thing with the wrong energy, the wrong attitude, and then we're sucked dry. And then we get home not feeling good about ourselves because we've robbed ourselves. We haven't been true to ourselves. We violate our integrity. But you know what? I can't take personal responsibility for that. So I need to blame the company. Mm -hmm. and since there's so much cynicism and we've got the office, we've got great shows that model this for us, we just blame the company. We blame the boss. We blame whoever's not in the room because they can't fight back, and then we just said, well, they're this and they're that, and then now we're building bad energy for tomorrow, Mm -hmm. and then we're on the cyclical down. (laughs) Crash and burn. So I said, okay, does that sound familiar? Lots of nods around the room. Mm-hmm. Everyone, mm-hmm. So you know, own oh, a little bit. Of, so how are we going to pull this plane out of a nosedive? How are we going to crawl out of the gutter and take this thing to higher ground?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Now there's the question of the day, right? What is it that we can do? And can we start right now? Mm-hmm. And you know what? I told him it's as easy as sitting in the magic tea. Because mm-hmm. the question you ask, I told the story and the question you want your listeners to consider was, yeah, but what if I don't believe you? You got to try right. it. Right. You got to try it. So i met a seminar at the Muhammad Ali Center, wherever they built that, Louisville, I think they built the Muhammad Ali Center. Some, I don't know where. Mm-hmm. I think that. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm doing a seminar there. There's a another presenter there, and we're talking. And he says, "You know," he says, "I've noticed that people generally walk in the room one of two ways." And I go, mm-hmm. "One of two ways? I never considered this." Tell me. So he said. You can walk in the room one of two ways. I now do this with audiences. I actually physically leave the room and walk in. So imagine I'm walking in the room now. You see me walking in the room or Dr. Paul's walking in the room. He walks in the room. He throws his hands wide almost like the Fonz from Happy Days and he goes, hey, I'm here. What's up? (laughs) What's going on? I'm here. The Fonz has entered the room. Okay, so I'm here. In other words, that way is it's all about me. Way number Mm -hmm. two. The second way to walk in the room. You walk back out, you walk in the room. This time you walk in the room. As soon as you walk in the room, You see someone across the room that's there. You lock eyes with them. You light up when you see them. You walk over with your hand extended and go, oh, you're here. Mm -hmm. The difference between I'm here and you're here is the same as the difference between the back row and the front row. It's huge. As you walk in the room and I see Adam over there who's mixing the sound and helping run this, this radio podcast. I see Adam. Oh, Adam, you're here. I light up when I see him. I acknowledge him. I set the tone of energy. I set the spirit of our relationship. I've just dialed it up. I've got us tuned into that right frequency. That right. That, that, that's the right one. It's the mm-hmm. more better frequency, right? It's the purposeful one. Does that well, make you, sense? You say the right one or a better one? It's which one do you want? Well, there we go.
1: You know what I well mean? Well said. Well said. Because you can you can sit in the magic x or w or what what's the opposite of the magic t <laughs> i don't know, know I don't but know. you're in the you're in the nether regions you're clear out there right. right you can sit there and predictably it's going to create a certain kind of an experience for you is that
2: the one you want Well, and if so that's the right place to sit yeah, I'd like to feel a little disconnected. I don't want to really be tied in. I certainly want to gain any insights. I'm hoping I'll be a little more
1: drained when I leave.
2: Yeah, I'd like this just to you know suck up a couple hours of my life, and then I'll go home and complain about just it.
1: Do a leaky bucket thing. Yeah,
2: I mean, maybe I'll just back here and tap some holes in the bottom of my bucket there So you make go. sure it don't hold any any love or good good feelings. So we, we so we change the energy in the in, in the room by the way we walk into the room. We change the energy in the relationship by the way we walk into it, acknowledge the relationship we change. And we start that today. I said, so if you're feeling a little drained and empty today, there's a way that you can fill it up today. Mm -hmm. You can do it right now. Do it now. Do it now. It's a choice. And do it again. Sure. Yeah. When you walk into the next room, you walk into immediately lock eyes and acknowledge someone, just charge up and go, Oh, you're here. I'm so glad you're here. Let them know Mm -hmm. you're glad they're there. Forget about you being there. So glad you're there. And then watch the energy shift and then go, man, that felt good. Yeah, that was a drop in your bucket, buddy.
1: And then watch the dominoes start to fall yeah. too. Because that person that you just lifted, what are they gonna do now? Oh,
2: it, it, it's, the, it's the little thing that's that everything. And then mm-hmm. the, the cumulative effect of doing these little things consist, consistently and consecutively and the cumulative effect of that can just be phenomenal. But the little change, the little shift, um, well, it shifts everything. Mm-hmm. I love it.
1: And that energy will travel and radiate and
2: cause vibrations to happen so, all around it. So we're talking about where you sit. We're talking about how you sit. We're talking about the way you walk into the room can immediately mm-hmm. affect a positive difference, not just for you, but for others. And as it affects others, they reflect that back to you while a bucket's filled. So Kirk. Yes.
1: You've talked to a lot of people about this. I have too. What about those folks who are saying... Sometimes I just don't feel like it.
2: Do you have an answer to that? Okay. The answer is, Kirk, you're so happy all the time. I mean, do you you, you ever have a down day?
1: Mm -hmm. You get this sometimes, I'm sure.
2: Don't you? Yeah. And then, (laughs) yeah, I'm having one right now. That's why I'm so happy, right? Because I'm feeling a little drained. I just got off a long flight. I just did three programs. And so the best way for me to get my energy back is to just put a great big smile on and give some energy. And that's not mm-hmm. faking it until you make it. That's telling your body that you're in charge, you're consciously in charge of how I feel and my face and how I look and how I sound. I'm in charge, doggone it. You match where I know I wanna be. And my mm-hmm. body comes up and, and then as I reach out and acknowledge people, all of a sudden my energy matches where I wanna be, I'm in mm-hmm. charge. That's right.
1: And it's, it starts with a choice. That you are going to create a certain kind of an experience.
2: You having, for, a, ba- you having a bad day? For
1: you know, yourself and for others. Yeah,
2: I was. Mm-hmm. I was until I decided not to. Until I realized I was. And I said, you know what? I gotta get out of this car. I gotta walk on the balls of my feet. I gotta, I gotta put some spring in my step. And I gotta get that smile all the way to the top of my cheeks. And when I, right? Mm-hmm. That, 30 minute, that 30 minute drive home. Tonight, I'll take the red eye home. I'll catch the red eye home. Mm-hmm. Right? I'll catch the red eye home. And I'll, I'll try to sleep on the plane, but yeah, I could do that when I was younger, but these days. Right, Right. I know. So then I'm going to get in my truck. Then the flight home will be okay. My hardest time is from the airport in Atlanta, that 30-minute drive mm-hmm. from right to Peachtree City. That 30-minute drive, that's the drive that drives me nuts. For some reason, I can fly for four hours, but that 30-minute drive, I just can't wait to be home. Mm-hmm. I used to listen to music and talk radio. I don't. That 30-minute drive is sacred time now. That's a time when I reflect on the man I need to be when I walk in that door. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to imagine what have my kids been doing and my wife been doing when I've been gone for the two days. She's been mom and dad. You know, what does she need me? What is What am my, my boys are want to wrestle. My girls, my four year old's going to want a surprise. What kind of man do I need mm-hmm. to be when I walk in that door? What kind of husband? What kind of father? What kind of friend do I need to be when I walk in that door? And that 30 minutes is my prep time. And it's not about how tired I am or my jet lag, butt drag. Mm-hmm. It's not about me. It's about the man I need to be walking that door. And I visualize it, I see it, I create it, and then I live it, and I experience it. And since I've made that mm-hmm. disciplined practice a part of my life, by the way, an idea I picked up from my guys at the Passion Summit, a couple of them do things like this.
1: That's great.
2: That's changed my life mm-hmm. in a very positive and powerful way, and it's changed my family's culture in a very positive and powerful way. That's living on purpose. I want to be like you when I grow up.
1: <laughs> Kirk, you're awesome. Stick with us. We've got one more segment here. Woohoo!
4: When you dream, it
1: might come true. When you dream,
2: dream, baby.
4: The spirit of the education that has helped the principals of Breakon take their business to the next level, Breakon Advisors has presented the Mind Your Own Business Roundtable. This powerful one-day event is designed for those individuals or business owners who are ready to take their own business to the next level. Limited to a small, intimate group, all those who attend the roundtable will receive one-on-one feedback from a group of amazing producers whose invaluable input can truly launch your business into the stratosphere. We are committed to every single person in the room leaving inspired and motivated from this powerful day with specific action steps and strategies that you can begin to apply immediately. For more information, visit the website gotindependence.com or contact Corey at 801-961-1382. The number again is
2: 801-961-1382. Hello, Live On Purpose listeners. How many times have we heard Dr. Paul talk about one of his favorite books, The Dog Poop Initiative, a true story by Kirk Weasler? Well, where does he get his books at? He gets them at morebetterbooks.com, and now so can you. Go there today, enjoy free shipping through the holidays, and special holiday bundles where you can buy huge piles of books at huge savings at morebetterbooks.com, so you can have a more better life and live that life on purpose. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who
1: expands your life. I'm so glad that you've joined me for the Live on Purpose podcast. Please visit my website, drpaul.org. There you can subscribe to my weekly e-zine, Empower. Browse the events page to get connected with what's coming up or pick up some CDs or other great products. I also want to point you toward our sponsors, creationtreecoaching.com and producerretreats.com. If you live in the Utah County area, and if you like what you hear on this program, then this opportunity is for you. I am hosting a weekly mastermind group called Paradigm Insurance, every Wednesday from 4 to 5.30 at my office. Call Eric at 801-221-0223 for more details. We prefer an abundant atmosphere, so please, wipe your mind before entering. That's 0223 And when you laugh, be sure to
3: laugh out loud, cause it will carry you, all your cares away. And when you see, you see the
1: beauty. Or family conditions. You know, Kirk, we're t- we're talking been been here during the break about uh, family. Yeah. And, you know, when we're, when we're on the mics, we're not talking as much about some of the personal things that we might discuss mm-hmm. during the breaks and things like that. But I know that that at your heart and at your core mm-hmm. is your role as a husband, as a father, mm. your family.
2: Mm. No that's, question.
1: That's the key. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm putting together some some new programs and processes to help families and, and to really strengthen those key relationships. But I wanted to give the listeners just a little bit of a feel for who you are that way. Well, do, do you mind sharing Not Not at all. And I'm
2: very excited. I, I hope that, I don't know if, what podcast you'll talk about these programs you're putting together, but you've told me a little bit about it. I think they're very exciting programs that are going to mm-hmm. help families have greater resources and fun resources that are very accessible. Mm-hmm. Um, I love today, I, I, I have a tradition, whenever I give a presentation, I'm going to include pictures of my family. Mm-hmm. And um and that's been something that's helped me build rapport because you don't wanna be up there as a speaker and be an expert. Your expertise sometimes gets gets in the way. I want them to know, Hey, I'm a dad first. I'm a dad, I'm a husband. Um, I've got some expertise perhaps in building corporate culture, but these are the my priorities. This is my number one and audience, you're my number two. Right? Mm-hmm. I told, that doesn't
1: I, offend anybody too much, probably. Well,
2: I mean, number two or poo, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> if, they, if they don't associate with the book, we do pretty good. There you go. But today a guy came up to me and says, Kirk, you mentioned something in one of your stories about uh, monthly dates with your kids. Mm-hmm. And you also said you'd try and go on a weekly date with your wife. Well, that was to set up a story I just mentioned. It. It and you know, it all took place in less than 10 seconds when I said it. But this guy was king, and He says, I've, I've been doing the, the, the weekly date with my wife. He said, but I don't understand this monthly date with your kids. I've heard other people talk about that. What do you do? And I said, well, I said, I got this idea from someone at the Passion Summit. (laughs) He's got six children and he tries to have a meaningful date with them individually once a month. Now, what's a meaningful date, right? Because all of a sudden, you know, some listeners are like, I don't have time for that. I don't have the resources for that. Well, meaningful date for my son, Josh, age nine is, well, age nine this Friday is Dunkin' Donuts on Saturday. And Josh is my son that I love that needs more time of this sort with his dad than the others. Mm -hmm. So Josh and I usually every Saturday are down at Dunkin' Donuts. We get the exact same donuts. We sit at the exact same table if it's available, and we spend that time. So it's a Dunkin' Donut trip. It's $4 and two hours, Mm -hmm. right? Not that Dunkin' Donuts is that far away, but we do other things while we drive around because we don't want to just rush right Mm -hmm. home. Mm -hmm. Brooklyn, she's my four-year-old. Her monthly date's a little different. That usually is, she'll go with me to the bank to put some checks in. We just spend time, but, but it's the idea that she's going on her date with dad, that's the main thing, mm-hmm. that she gets a sucker and a hug from the bank manager and ice cream cone along the way. That's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. Brittany, she's 13 now. The dates have changed. Now she likes to go to Abercrombie and Fitch kids or mm-hmm. of, she, she goes somewhere to buy some, some shirt or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, Jacob, Jacob, he's pretty flexible as long as we, he comes home with some type of a Lego Contraption, we're good to go, it doesn't, right? So, but those are the dates. And so, so he asked me about those dates. Um, we did something kind of fun as a, a family activity the other day. Rebecca went for a walk with Brooklyn. She had heard from a lady at church about this idea. So she went for a walk with Brooklyn. They held hands and went for a walk, and they collected leaves that were falling on the beautiful trees in Georgia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And my job was to draw a tree without leaves, You know, just mm-hmm. a brand, like a, a, a winter tree, uh, on a big piece of poster board, and then our family activity was about gratitude. So then I covered the tree with the glue, and then we would stick a leaf on the tree. And mm-hmm. as we stuck, we'd have to sell something we're genuinely grateful for, and then we would push our leaf on the tree that, of the leaves that they gathered. And mm-hmm. so we releafed this naked tree. It became our gratitude tree, and it was kind of a fun thing. You know, I, I think mm-hmm. that I think that gratitude. Um, Gratitude was one of the things we talked about at that seminar today with those adults as well. You know, if we get caught up thinking about all the things we expect uh, or hope for that aren't being met, we're going in the other direction as mm-hmm. of being focused on gratitude. I mean, you're, as, Look, a, as, a, as, a, as a therapist with your training, the focus
1: makes all the difference. And I have to tell you, Kirk, I've had situations in my office where people were literally suicidal. I mean, they are thinking, I'm out. I'm done. I'm done. Stop the ride. Let me off. Wow. And the thing that saved their life was gratitude.
2: How do you mean? What did you do? What did you do to get them thinking differently?
1: It's an intervention that I do, and I still do it with with my clients. Um, I do it with my kids, too, Adam, might my think about some of this as we're talking but
2: uh so wait so you're saying that the listeners right now might be able to take a, a couple insights from this and this is simple share share it's, and tell
1: now don't confuse simple with easy
4: <laughs> okay <laughs> because there's a big difference
2: no, I, this I, is I, simple okay go ahead
1: it's not easy because when you when your mind gets into this victim mode you know and your life sucks it it's the last thing you want to do but the intervention is this and i've shared it with with you listeners before on this show. Well, share it again because Kirk is here taking notes. Got to the m- pen at the ready. <laughs> here's here's what you do. You make a list. You make a list of things for which you are truly and sincerely and genuinely grateful. Mm. Gratitude has a power, Kirk. It it switches a switch in your brain. In fact, I was um I was just reviewing recently a fabulous book by a man named uh Fred Luskin, Dr. Fred Luskin at Stanford University wrote a book called Forgive for Good. And in this book, he lists gratitude as one of the keys to get your brain into a mode that allows you to let go of grievances, for example. Wow. Okay? And that's why it's in this forgiveness book that he wrote.
2: Forgive for Good.
1: Forgive for Good by Fred Luskin. And uh, I have seen this so... So one of these clients was sitting in my office and she had she had actually been in the hospital the week before with a suicide attempt. Oh, no. Okay, so how desperate is she at this point? And I said, here's what I want you to do. I want you to make a list of 50 things for which you are truly and sincerely and genuinely grateful. And she said, I can't do that. I said, like, heck, you can't. <laughs> right, right. You know, I just knew that she was stuck in her thinking. Yes, you can. And you're going to do it, and that's your next assignment. And when you come and see me tomorrow, I want to see the list. Right. Well, she was a little upset, you know. And
2: That wasn't uh, what she wanted you to hear. No. Yeah.
1: she. I think she wanted me to join with her in this victim story. I wasn't willing to do it. I knew that her life was better than she knew it was. Oh, yep. There's an abundance that she just wasn't seeing. I wanted her to open her eyes and see it. Mm. Well, she came back the next day. She had three things. I said, that's not enough. I asked for 50. She said, "I can't do fifty. I can't think of them." I said, "Let me help you." <laughs> and then uh, we started just talking through things that she hadn't even thought about. And 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 listeners, look around you right now. You're going to see something for which you are grateful, right now.
2: Ah, oh, this is so huge. I, I I um I need to do this exercise with a friend of mine not not too long ago. A, a friend just, you know, it's you almost don't want to call him because when you do, right? Mm-hmm. They just. They launch into the story. Oh, they launch into the story, and it's this, and it's that, and there's one tragedy after another, and it just went on and on and on. So I, 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 felt like I hadn't been a good friend, you know, because I just, but so I just listened. I had some, you know, I just listened, and the cell phone battery's running dry, and you know, and uh, you know, I, I, I thought I really wanted to say something, but I just want to listen, don't want and um, and when it was all said and done, I, you know, and we hung up the phone, I just thought, wow. this friend of mine genuinely believes that, that I -hmm. personally and other people don't experience tragedy at the same level. The way he does. Yeah. He does that his life is, and I'm looking at my friend and he's almost 60. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking about my brother-in-law who just passed away from tongue cancer, mid thirties, my mother-in-law who just passed away after just years of battling with diabetes and kidney transplants. And, for the last two years of her life, she had uh, shingles on her body. And she mm-hmm. never complained. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about uh, my, my own father who just a week ago uh, found out that he's got huge growths on one of his kidneys. going to have to get that thing out. Mm. And I, you know, I just kind of went down this, this list of, of things. And I'm <laughs> thinking, these are all part of my life. Right. right. But it it wasn't my list of gratitude things. It was just my, I was thinking about my friend who thought I didn't have any problems and that's why I could be so happy. So you're doing a quick check to see if that might be true. Yeah. So, cause, cause I couldn't offer him advice because I don't know his pain was kind of his thing. Mm-hmm. That's right. And I'm like, no, you know, you know what? I think you should be grateful. At least my dear friend, you're still alive. If you were my brother-in-law, you'd have been gone 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Right. That's right. If you were my mother-in-law, you'd have been gone 10 years ago. And Mm -hmm. you wouldn't be belly aching, and I wouldn't be listening to you. And it's not that you have more or less problems than I do. We all Mm -hmm. got our own package. It's what we focus on. And here you are.
1: It's another day above ground for you. If you're listening to this podcast and look around you and what is in your world right now Uh, for which you are grateful. What is beautiful in your world right now? Who loves you right now? Right now. What do you see Right now that you're grateful for? And so with this client, I walked her through some of it. Right. I said, are you grateful for your dishwasher? She thought for a minute. Yeah, I guess I am. Well, yeah, yeah. Great. Put it on the list. I said, look out that window. Do you see that mountain? It's gorgeous. Are you grateful for that? Yeah, I guess I am. Write it down. We started writing things down. Oh, my. By the time we got to forty, forty-five, she was rolling. She didn't want to stop. Mm. And guess what changed? Everything. Everything. Her whole life changed. She had a new life. Mm. And it's not that the world changed. The world is pretty constant. It's she, just they it doing what It's what you three. said earlier. She just tuned in. She tuned in. She got on the right frequency. She, she moved to the front row. She sat in the, mag- in the magic, magic tee. And how appropriate for Thanksgiving. We've got Thanksgiving. That starts with T. And the magic T.
2: Tune. Tune in the radio. Starts with T. Tune it in. Adam. I think we're coming up with a title for this podcast. The magic T. But
1: Adam's middle name Name is is Tyler. Tyler, Which starts starts with a T. Magic. The magic T. It's everywhere. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. And the magic T.
2: Thanksgiving. See, in Thanksgiving, we'll sit around. We'll gather together 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 we'll gather together in chairs that are close we'll be totally connected and we'll reflect on the things we're thankful for which will cause great things to happen in our brain you know I, I just think that's one of the neat things about coming back to Utah when I came to Utah the first time I, those mountains couldn't take my eyes off lived here a few years lived here for a few years and um, a little bit of the magic the mountains rubbed off you know kind of, kind of diminished the mountains mm-hmm. hadn't changed my willingness to see in them the awe and splendor I did when I first moved here was diminished somehow I didn't I took the, began to take them for granted and it was actually some mm-hmm. friends from England family from England came to visit us Who stood in my backyard with moist eyes looking at my mountains who may who helped me rediscover them again and then I thought ah I always want to sit here the magic tea in my backyard and appreciate the beauty to refresh your appreciation, refresh your
1: gratitude for the abundance that surrounds you so I can live on purpose. Kirk Weasler, living the- on purpose with Dr. Paul. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me again. Oh, pleasure. Are you gonna promise to come back again? I promise to come back for yet the new again year. for another episode of Live on Purpose for the new year. Go out there, you guys, have a great Thanksgiving, enjoy your life and live on purpose. Happy Day.